Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Brett. And I'm Al. And this is <laughs> Fools with Tools, a podcast for the fucking idiots. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the musical maker. So, guys, what's everyone been up to? Steve, Al, you, you go, go first. first. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> um, right, you're not allowed to say anything because it's a surprise. Um, but I spent all yesterday polishing this up. Oh. And the epi- tiny. Like it's a gift for someone. Okay, I'll I'll beep that bit out. All right, um, but the the video is going to be called Small and Shiny, and I'm making like a um a Firefly themed build, and I've got a little box to put it in, like a little purple heart box, and I'm going to make a little leather pouch, um, and it's just a little gift for someone. But it's going to be awesome. Nice. And it's going and the Small and Shiny build is going to lead on to Big and Shiny, which yeah. is something coming up this Fantastic. year, hopefully involving you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been my. That's been my making this week. Other than that, I've just been absolutely stacked at work. Yeah. Oh, Steve, awesome. what about you? Uh, what have I been up to? I uh, I put out a video earlier this week. Hey, um, yeah, hey. Uh, yeah. So I put out a video. Um, it's the first part in the um, Axe Makers series, um, and I've got another video recorded. Um, uh, after going to the flea market the other day with um, with the guys, I got a, a Kent pattern axe head, and um, I've cleaned it up. But I needed to get a decent edge on it, and all I normally do is use the grinder and either put the grinder in the vice and do the vice up onto it, or I'll um, I'll put the the axe head in the vice and kind of freehand it with the grinder. But neither of them felt particularly good. Like freehanding it with the grinder gave a kind of crap. Um, uh, finish to it and putting the grinder in I didn't really like doing it like that because I didn't want to like put it, do it up too hard and crack the grinder and it wasn't particularly secure and all this um, so I did a little kind of jig to hold a grinder securely in the um, in the vise and I've very quickly filmed it um, so I'm going to have a, a go at putting that together in a video um, probably tonight um, and just see what it turns out like because I don't know if I'm going to put that one out because it it was very uh, bodged together because mm-hmm. it was kind of making it up as I was going along. But um, so but yeah, but, Steve, Steve level of safety. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, uh, just <laughs> ankle grinders everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I I might put that out uh, hopefully this week. But um, if not, I'll be doing the uh, the next part of the axe video next. I think. But, even even if you don't, Steve, just sit on it for a while because. That's what I did with this with this little build. Like, yeah. I was kind of halfway in between it, and I was like, ah, "This isn't really going anywhere. It's not my usual stuff." And I'm kind of like, I was concentrating too much on the the kind of the detail of the actual thing, yeah, as opposed to the the story and the the you know the, the bigger picture thing. So I've come back to it now, and I'm like, and now I'm really excited about it, and I'm yeah, I'm, I'm having more fun with it now. So even if you don't feel like putting it out, I just I just sit on it for a while because you might you might come back to it, yeah, or, or or find something cool to do with it that's different, or you know, yeah. Yeah, um, but mean, the, the the last video part, Steve, um, <clears throat> you were talking about the the cool down thing. I loved that bit mm. where the metal cooled down. Like yeah. it was, ju- it was like just the right pace and the right speed. And it, was, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh man, it's yeah. satisfying. Yeah, because I mean, when I first did that uh, that video, I, for those that don't know, um, there's a shot in the video where the axe drift is just uh, sat on top of the anvil, and you can just see the heat um, like soak out of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and originally, I wanted to put it in and leave it. Um, at standard um, frame rate because it would have takes about a minute and a half for it to cool down completely and it, it looked really cool because you could see the colour just evaporating out of the, the metal um, but I've ended up speeding it up just to keep the pace of the video otherwise I think it would have been a bit too jarring but yeah. uh, no, it, fit, it fitted perfectly because I think there was, there was there was a pace going through it and then that just yeah it yeah. really worked it was almost like you, you couldn't even tell it was sped up as well yeah obviously you know it was it, that would have been breaking the laws of thermodynamics but <laughs> 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 it, yeah. it, it really fits so yeah it was cool it added to that that, that awesome atmosphere that you've got going on 
Cool. Cheers, man. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's me. Brett, what have you been up to? Uh, I started a little bit of work. We had one nice day uh, for the first time in a really long time. And I took it upon myself to get back on the anvil and start my next build. Um, like we discussed on the last episode of the one prior, it's, it's going to take me a little while. And so in typical fashion, I got a little stressed about putting another build video up or trying to get something up uh, in the interim. And I couldn't really think of anything because we're also kind of busy at the shop. Um, I'm leaving town next weekend. I'm in the city right now because it was my friend's birthday. So I did like a really quick run in, hang out with him for a day, and then I'm heading back. So um, I did my first Instagram live the other day to try and get, you know, like experiment with the idea of, of letting people know what I'm working on while not having to produce a full-on video, which was neat because yeah. I had a lot of, it was a lot of fun and, and mm -hmm. a decent yeah. amount of people showed up. Yeah, I, I uh, just to jump in quickly, I um, obviously I jumped on that as well, and uh, and yeah, I think you got a really good feedback from that, and it was it was a really fun um, thing to be part of it from like a a, a watcher's perspective. A yeah, <laughs> as a voyeur. Uh, no, I think you did really well with it. I think you you managed to keep the the balance between presenting and actually doing stuff uh, quite nicely. It, it was, was a good little group in there. It's funny because I, you know, on Instagram, like uh, you get your direct messages, and if you're not following the yeah. person, it just sits in purgatory over there, yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. no real. Which way. I forget every time. Yeah, by I forget <laughs> it. After I posted that, because I, you know, you can take your live and go, do you want to post it as a story? And you go, yeah, screw it, whatever, yeah. why not? And I threw it up there, and then a day later, I had, there's like 20-some-odd messages sitting in there, <laughs> and most of them are people that are blacksmiths going, all of this is terrible. <laughs> it was mostly Steve. And I go, I don't know if it, did anybody pay attention to the part that I said 15 times, I don't know what I'm doing? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But it all offering constructive criticism yeah. they go hey your stance is a little weird the hammer swings are wrong here's an article or here's a video so it was actually oh, nice it was actually really really nice to get that feels like very direct interaction you know so uh that build will take me a little bit longer and i'll have to pace it out between the travel and the other stuff that's going on in the next week but um since i wasn't building anything i again i tried to kind of challenge myself with okay i need to explore a few other ways of staying in touch with people or you know screw the whole relevancy thing and and posting weekly and numbers and viewership and stuff it's more just when i don't post anything i don't get to interact with people as much as i like to right yeah i love reading the comments section and having conversation back and forth so something like a live stream which i've been talking about with some of my patrons and then doing the Instagram live stream. It seems like a fun thing, and it might be a way to pace out if I'm working on a bigger build. If I still want to be able to hang out and chat with people, I think I'm going to take that as an opportunity to go, oh, you know what, I'm not going to get a build video out this week, but I'd love to chat with everybody and see what's going on. So, yeah. And even having Sam come in for a minute and, yeah. and you know go, hey, we need to get Jimmy and you a proper forge. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> like, Sam, don't, awesome. Sam and I don't really interact all that often. Not by choice but i think it's just the way of things yeah um and so having him show up and, and talking a little bit about that uh i i think we'll meet at maker central and so yeah not a whole lot of building i'm working on that one project that'll take me a little longer but i feel like i built a little bit more of the community oh, so. yeah nice i mean i remember a couple of weeks ago brett you were, you were talking about people suggesting that you could oh just just film the workshop and just put that up because people will watch it it's like as a you know, as a YouTube video, yeah. for example, but is this like a nice middle ground where you kind of feel that you're you're not having to kind of force something out there, but you're still getting that interaction? Yeah, because I, again, it's all about you know being part of this whole community or the makership thing as much as we talk about it constantly. Um, we've chatted about it on the podcast as well, where it's super motivating, like getting the interaction with the people or getting advice from people when you're working on a project or having constructive criticism, all of that helps in the long run, right? Yeah. And it creates connections within your group and your following and, and expands you a little bit into, you know, here's what it looks like in my process. And if it's going to take me four hours to forge this thing, I'm not going to do a four hour long video of just forging. It's going to be 30 seconds on screen. So yeah. that gives me an opportunity to 
show a little bit more about what's going on behind the scenes and so you get a little bit more personal interaction it feels good to do that too because again we all talk about it as like i don't care about the youtube numbers i don't <laughs> want to bend over backwards for them to appease the youtube gods so screw it find another way you know go interact another way there's a thousand different platforms of how to interact with your uh with your friends or community or your your subscribers or whatever it just it seemed and you have a lot more control over it like i don't have to sit there and edit anything yeah i think i curse a little bit more on it which i do <laughs> but, you know instagram doesn't have any regulations like that so <laughs> yeah no i i i really do like the uh the whole live stream idea because it's like as as a content consumer um i like it because it it is it's that um that interaction with people because because you you do do it and it's it's unannounced and you just jump on it because you see it's it's going on sort of thing like rory's done a few um some did some did one the other day farrier sam yeah 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 and they're great because you you get that instant feedback and that interaction because like sometimes you'll be on there and there's only two or three people on there um you'll uh you'll be able to actually uh properly interact with the the person that's doing the um uh, the live stream so it's yeah. it's it's a nice quick easy win and i think it's it's good for both creators and consumers yeah i'll say this it was it was the first time i ever tried it um <laughs> so i think there's definitely some room for improvement in terms of you know knowing which direction my camera is facing yeah so <laughs> people weren't staring at the stealing ceiling halfway through audio <laughs> levels yeah and and also for um uh, making sure you don't get a phone call halfway through. <laughs> yeah, which, it, all adds, it all adds to the re- re- reality of it, Steve. It's gritty, you know. It's like it's gritty, it's real it's life raw. drama. This is Brett's like, you know, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Era. There you go. <laughs> Next time I'll do a live stream as as like an English voice, and then you guys can join in and go. Not only is your build terrible that you're working on, but also what are you doing with yeah. that voice? Here's a link to some examples of how to do an English voice. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Actually, yeah. Because saying that, when uh, when you did it, I um when I opened the uh, the live stream on my phone. Uh, the first thing that popped up was uh, a button that said, oh, fuck, what did it say? Do you want to join the stream? Yeah, like basically asking if I wanted to You never cross well. the streams. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is I was like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I'm sat in my office. This is weird. But uh, I did but, yeah, have no, somebody request that. I saw it come up halfway through. Really? It was like, someone's always requesting to do it with you. And I was like, I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> go, go away. But uh, cool. Uh, should we move into... Yes. Uh, in fact, before we move into it, shall we do the um, the thing from the guys? The, the thing with the juice. Yeah, yeah, that that thing that I said about. Uh, I'm just delaying because I'm trying to open up the uh, the list of rules so I don't get it wrong. Cool, right? Uh, basically, it's kind of like a bit of a community corner announcement thing. Um, some of the guys that uh, that I chat with on a regular basis. Um, uh, doing a uh, a new challenge um they've started up or they've they, it's a collaborative thing they've set up a youtube um account and they're also uh, they're all very active on um instagram i'll send a link or i'll put links to everyone involved um in the shows when i do them but basically it's a, a build a, a lamp challenge um rules are very very simple um you've got to use leds um build a lamp in any format you choose uh make a short video um and post up whether you post that video as a as an instagram post or whether you do it on um youtube i don't think really matters um there's a few guys that are going to be doing the um uh the the judging on it um because there is hopefully going to be some prizes um mm-hmm. i can't actually say what they are yet because they're not confirmed until tomorrow so by the time this comes out they should actually be confirmed and um, so if they are then there'll be a post about what the prizes are and everything and i'll put the links to that in the shows as well um awesome. but yeah it's the uh, the awesome makers um led lamp challenge thing and there's a big hashtag and everything um 
but yeah, it's something that it's a really really cool idea. It's just a simple little challenge that anyone can get involved in um, and just have a bit of fun with. Um, so yeah, go check that out in the shows. Cool. Uh, right. In that case, shall we now move into our um, subject this week? Yes. Yes. Um, this came about. I've got a friend who, having seen the video that I put out, um, sent me a message uh, talking about um, the fact that he liked what I did and, and all this, and he was talking about what he does, and he makes music. Um, and we chatted for five, ten minutes or so, and then uh, about an hour later, I got another message from him, um, and he'd basically taken a load of sounds from the video that I put up and turned it into a small like 40 second um, bit of music um, and I'll probably put that playing at the end of the show so after we've said goodbye I'll just have it playing um, but yeah it was really really cool and it got uh, us talking a little bit about, about music um, and Brett was saying as well how uh, the music, how different music can kind of have uh, different effects on your mood and on your pacing and, and things like that so we're just going to talk about um, music in the in the workshop in the um, uh, in the way that you make things and how it can affect what you're making um, so yeah uh, do either of you guys want to kick off on this one? yeah I can do cool go for it then yeah I mean it's not for me so much about like making music I've, I think I've embarrassed myself over the past couple of weeks <laughs> doing that um, it's about just how music has kind of always been they're playing a role in yeah. um, in all aspects of my life. You know, if you you think about when you watch it, your favorite movie, it's like yeah, there's like sort of epic scenes and memorable lines and stuff. But the you know, you know, the John Williams soundtrack that's been playing my entire childhood um, <laughs> has kind of <laughs> shaped the movies for me. Um, yeah. You know, even when we talk, we were just talking earlier about um, sort of Guy Ritchie and, and the soundtracks to to his movies and Tarantino and things like that. And I. I can't, it's kind of like the Family Guy moment where Peter has like his own soundtrack playing throughout his yeah. life. He's like riding on the bus, riding on the bus. <laughs> um, and the way I the way I think things through, um, it's not kind of there's there's a, there's a condition where you um, you associate different sensations with each other. Um, so oh, like like you, yeah. you synesthesia you, synesthesia That's yeah it. where you kind of, so I I will kind of eat food with with a song playing in my head. Um, and basically, every 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 time I make something, every time I draw something, every time I build something, I'm kind of playing the song that goes with it in my head. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of thinking it's all it's it, it's not me making the song; it's a song that I've heard before, you know. So this you know, oh, this will go great with TNT or something like that because it's just this is just what I associate with it. And it yeah, and it's a lot of association for me. Um, I think Brett, you were saying earlier that 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 um, that's the way Laura kind of associates things with like. You know, woodwork might be a bit more drum and bass um, versus something a bit heavier for metal, which kind of you know logically makes sense just in terms of the materials. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's kind of you know it it, it it's very similar to that, and in, in it's the whole mindset of everything. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to do this this fun, crazy, wacky Japanese thing, and it, what would only go with that is fun, crazy, wacky, wacky Japanese song. You know, yeah. I could have easily put some some you know, I love I love heavy metal and I love rock music and I could have easily put that in the background yeah. but it wouldn't have been as daft and as nuts um, so for me it's, I think it's just really interesting how, how different people have, have have different tastes in music but also what it kind of represents um, just in terms of your mindset yeah no definitely I mean like for me I it's funny you say that about mindset like I can completely change my mute my <laughs> mood based on what music I'm listening to um, and uh, and that that goes from like every aspect of, of my life like if I'm um, I think we've said about it before if I'm really struggling to concentrate at work um, but I know I need to like work quickly and get stuff done then I'll put on some some EDM or, or something and mm-hmm. or, or some 8-bit styled game music or something like that um, and uh, and that's great for kind of pushing me on and getting me to to um, to work fast and to concentrate, yeah. um, and the same if I'm if I'm going to the gym and I really want to have like a really good workout, I'll put on some um, some metal or some <laughs> really like dirty hip hop and yeah. uh, and just yeah get in that zone. Um, 
don't then... put System of a Down on the gym, which is I, what I always do. <laughs> and then you get you halfway through your singing. workout and you just basically, no, you basically just like collapse on the floor because if you try, it's just basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to work out your BPMs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and it's like if I'm cleaning the house, for example, I put on some stupid uh, early two thousands skate punk or ska music <laughs> or something like that. Oh, just... stupid! <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it, that's the majority of what I listen to, so I can't really call it stupid. But uh, but yeah, like I put something like that on, and it, it'll put me in the that kind of let's just get shit done kind of mood. Yeah. Um, and the same in the workshop. Like if I'm uh, if, I, if I'm uh, actually forging, I will notice that I will actually strike in time to whatever I'm listening to. Oh, nice. And uh, and yeah, I mean that's that's been quite fun. Like and we've had it on um, uh, when I'm working for Alex, and we've got um, like a proper sound system playing in the background, and we've got to be a little diplomatic about who has. Well, I say different. Basically, Alex has veto on anything that goes on there because it's <laughs> his workshop. But um, but we were there the other day, and we were doing what we were. Oh, it's, it was doing prep, and I um, I had just kind of put headphones, uh, not headphones, uh, ear defenders on, and was just working away. I couldn't really hear anything, and uh, and then suddenly realised that um, he was playing Frank Turner on. Uh, he put Frank Turner on, so I had. Took my my ear defenders off and put on a slightly worse pair, so, just so <laughs> I could hear the music playing in the background whilst I was um, polishing stuff up. Nice. But uh, but yeah, so I think like for me personally, it does really affect how I'm working. And like if I if someone puts on something that I really really don't like, then it just bugs me, and I won't work anywhere near as efficiently because I'm just there going. This is shit. I just want to listen to my girls, and I just get bored and distracted and end up not doing anything. But um, but yeah, Brett. What about you? What's your feelings on the subject? Uh, I I've always been obsessed with music and and noises and sounds and stuff. And Steve, the the reason I think we all kind of jumped onto this topic was because of you know everyone can wait around and, and listen to what we're referring to at the end of the show but yeah something like a hammer strike anytime you've ever watched a blacksmithing video it's it's interesting because the tone and and the sound that comes out of a proper anvil strike is oddly beautiful right yeah. like that's a sound that doesn't exist instrument. in yeah. almost any other aspect there's they don't make percussion instruments that make that noise. That they noise should. only comes from... Yeah, they should. I think there was a heavy metal band, or like a hair metal band, that totally hit a hammer in one of the videos <laughs> on an anvil, and it was supposed to be this like hardcore, you know. Was it Anvil, by any chance? It might have been Anvil. <laughs> the band Anvil. Um, but it's the same reason that I get obsessed with... I, I've had this discussion with people in the past where I'll repeat something, you know, if someone has an accent or someone says a word very interestingly, yeah, uh, I have a tendency to immediately repeat it and try and say it exactly like they did because it's the sound that they made, not the word or how they say it. It's, it's just something very specific. My friend who's sitting upstairs right now is from New Jersey and doesn't really have an accent. It's very standard American accent, but then every now and then, if if she goes, "Do you want coffee?" <laughs> I am I am obsessed with the way that she says coffee, and in a very similar fashion, it's music is the same way. So yeah. my my music tastes are diverse to say the least. Yeah, and um, one of my favorite things to do uh, because so many of us do listen to music or podcasts or something while we're while we're working especially when it's like very repetitive tedious work is if i get into a groove that i'm not i'm not liking how tedious this is i'm not liking how uh repetitive yeah. but i'm trying to listen to music to continue to motivate myself you know put something hard rock on to just try and you know trudge through it what i have a tendency to do is find something completely opposite end of the spectrum yeah so yeah. force myself to go you're getting too buried in the work and you're you're kind of forcing something that you enjoy musically to make up for that fact. Yeah. Don't do yeah. that. 
find put, something put, that is put so some Dolly Parton cool. on, and then let's get yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. And then and then it will take you out of your work so much more that you don't have to equate the work to the good music and hope that the good music offsets it. I actually will put on something super goofy or a podcast <laughs> that makes no sense for what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Nothing about making. It's a podcast about. I don't know, whatever. I can't yeah. think of an example right now, but forcing myself to 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 disassociate the two things so I don't I don't take a love for one thing and turn it into a hatred for the other. Yeah. And it happens in editing too. I I tend to edit the music. I it it actually helps me uh in the process because if I know a video is looking like maybe nine minutes long, that's three pieces of music at three minutes. Yeah. And so what I like to do, here's a little trick, inside trick for all the listeners, and you can totally steal this one, <laughs> but what I do is I look for, you got everything in a timeline, I look for when things change, yeah. or yeah. when things, uh, when the parts come together, you know, or when the parts are finished. So so like the, the pattern of the sound wave, yeah? So you can visually see how the song's... Like in, in the audio. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the build part of the video. Oh, okay. And your yeah. song just sits underneath there. Say so you got your three songs picked out yeah. and you know you want to le- use these three oh, okay. songs. I look for, I try and separate my video into three parts. Like the first third of the video should just cover this section of the build. Second third should be this. And then the final should be this. And what it does is it forces you, forces you and helps you slough through all of those things that you have to do and you're like oh my god i've got 15 minutes of me grinding what do i do (laughs) get yourself out of the equation and go well the song i'm using is three minutes long so i'm only allowed three minutes to cover that section and it it will change your life (laughs) (laughs) because your ego goes out the door yeah Yeah. you're like well I i really love this piece of music and i think it fits well for this thing right it's it's what we're talking about like you find yeah. a piece of music that really caters to whatever it is you're doing whether you're working editing going through your life working out at the gym like if you like it don't force yourself to you know let it cover something that you hate yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people will stretch out a piece of music and everything like that i actually i 100 percent use it and if anybody watches my videos you'll see that most of the time I'll get through one section of a build and the song will only change when I'm done with that section. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's, I, it's weird. Cause like the, I've, I've never put a, um, a build video to music before last week was the first time I've ever done that. Yeah. And it massively changed how I edited it massively changed how I like, like, like you say, Brett, how I tell that story. What, at what point I like knock it up a notch and start putting yep. in the, you know, the exciting yeah. bits or the, the moving yep. bits. And it's like, cause you know, it shouldn't be used as background. It shouldn't be used as no. kind of this 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 atmospheric thing that's just there to fill in dead air because you know you either not getting interesting sound effects or you're not doing a voiceover. Like, because I I do voiceovers. That's how, that's kind of how I I tell my story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was interesting getting this this music in there. Yeah. See, it's funny because I obviously I don't really or I haven't put any videos to music yet. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. It is music. Yeah. But but this is the thing is one of the main reasons I don't want to is because for me like the sound of what I'm doing and the sound of the tools and and the forging um adds a lot of uh of something to the to the videos that I do. Mm-hmm. But the the other reason I don't want to is because I'm really really anal when it comes to like making sure it all lines up. Um <laughs> like I I watched um the the latest Edgar, Edgar Wright movie the other day, um, the one where he it's baby the kid driver, baby driver, that's it, baby driver, great soundtrack, a, absolutely brilliant soundtrack, and really really like the way that um, it was edited to the to music, yeah. um, and the same like, with way deeper than just that though, yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. Oh, edited God, yeah. to the music, everything in the background references yeah. Yeah. the music, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. he's doing action wise is the lyrics of the song, it is yeah. outrageous yeah. how <laughs> well he did that. It's brilliant. I mean and but even like something really simple like um like in Shaun of the Dead where he uh where they start beating the zombies to the yeah. to the yeah. in time of the, to the queen like, song. Yeah. yeah. Like that that's what I'd end up doing. I'd be like, no, I can't use that hammer strike there because it's it's slightly off on the beat. And yep. <laughs> and the thing is is I'm I'm a bit bad with that, but Jazz would absolutely murder me if it was out of time with the music mm-hmm. and uh and because she's done like um 
she did a degree in stuff like in performing arts and things and uh, and she would yeah she'd be so upset about it but even though I don't necessarily edit um, or don't necessarily use music in it I still think it's important to kind of keep a rhythm going throughout your, yeah, your video um, which I haven't quite got down yet but I'm starting to to be mindful of but, um, but yeah well it 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 definitely it's one of those things where if anybody outside that's not a musician or even if you don't consider yourself a musician or musically inclined we we see it or we can tell we yeah. can hear it you know we know that something's off it, because we're so immersed in it on the regular and marketing for companies and stuff are all done with very typical editing yeah. and production things people like people like one three fives and sevens or <laughs> four four structure because there's a patterning to it and whether or not you're into music theory you'll you'll know it when you yeah. hear it you know or you'll know it when you don't hear it you go something's wrong here yeah the, that music had a bass drum hit and that hammer hit the anvil and i liked that and then <laughs> 20 seconds later he did the opposite of that and i didn't like it yeah, yeah. and you may not even know exactly why you know first watch but if somebody go oh it's because the hammer strikes are off the yeah. downbeat and you'll go oh yeah that's yeah. totally <laughs> it i get it you know and so it a lot of people will say that it's a it's a gimmick that you edit to timing or you go you know you have a four four song and it goes one two three cut to the next edit yeah. one two three cut to the next edit it, call it a gimmick it's extremely helpful it yeah. makes it again it, it forces you to not stay in a shot too long if it's not an important shot yeah if you want to give something time on screen listen to a piece of music even if you don't use one in your edit yeah if you have a vibe in mind of, of what you think the pacing of this visual is uh, that i'll also do that sometimes if i haven't quite found my music for the shot i'll just start doing my rough edit yeah. and have something playing in the background that at least at least gives me the mood of what I'm going into. That's, that stuff is so helpful. Yeah, it's, it's those patterns, Brett. You're saying like that, you know, the one, three, fives, the the, the kind of the, the rhythms that everybody expects and, and and can can appreciate as beautiful, even if you don't even understand them. It's 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 exactly the same in shape and form and art. You know, it, it's it's your golden ratios and your yeah. your Fibonacci. It's it's exactly yeah. the same things that that make us happy. And that's why jazz is fucking evil and shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Easy. Hold on. Hold on. I love a good bit. Of jazz. We're going to start a really long <laughs> yeah. conversation debating <laughs> debating jazz. But uh, but no, I mean, because like, it's funny you say that about about getting the. Um, Getting the the rhythm of that there because like uh, the the video that I put out recently with the the axe drift, it was really really difficult because um, there were sections where I was like I don't want to stay on this for too long and like uh, but I had to stay on for a little bit longer or I had to cut a little bit sooner because of the way that um, Joe was striking and like because normally with a uh, when you you're on the anvil and you're forging you've got the like the on strikes and the off strikes so it's like one two three four ting one two yeah. three four ting and the idea of stopping like on a two rather than after the ting or like it, it was really really and the the footage wasn't ideal for that i wasn't thinking about that when i was recording it um but having then gone through and edited it has made me go shit right in future when i'm filming someone else i need to make sure that yeah, I'm getting yeah. all of that in because, like you say, if if you're doing it and and that that's off, instantly it feels really jarring and horrible. <laughs> um, and I think that's why I I struggle listening to music whilst I edit because I I listen to music while I do pretty much everything, but um, but because I've got that that rhythm in the the strikes, it's quite hard to listen to something else at the same time. But it's definitely something that I think I got rhythm in my strikes. <laughs> it's definitely something I think in I'm going to give a try. Because uh, that sounds like a really good tip, right? Oh, I, I'm interested though because Steve, I've, I've even seen it on some of the Instagram posts or whatever. Who, who teaches you, or do you develop it yourself about the how many strikes you do before you ting? It's <laughs> it's a funny one. It's um, every if you go back traditionally, every country would have their own um, rhythm. Um, like you, you'd be able to tell if someone was um, from Germany or someone from Sweden or someone oh from God, France that's just, just by the way that they um, they strike. 
that's lost a, quite a bit now because because everyone kind of molds together. Um, mm. So you don't get those definitive. Like there, there still are some people that will strike definitive. Like especially the Swiss guys. Like uh, sorry, the Swedish guys. Like you, you can definitely tell it's them. Um, but it also depends on the piece you're working. Like um, for example, if I'm doing uh, taper, um, normally it would be one, two, three ting one two three ting and you're 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 off striking because you're turning the piece so you're keeping a rhythm of just beats per minute sort of thing um and you'll you'll off strike so that you can turn the piece or so you can check to see if you've gone far enough down or, or to to basically take a break from actually forging but without losing that rhythm um and uh, and yeah so occasionally you're here when i'm forging you'll I'll double tap so it'll be like on, 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 off, off, because I needed a little bit longer to figure out what I was doing, or I turned it and realized that actually now I need to go back and do a couple more on there. And so it's not necessarily one, two, three, off, one, two, three, off. It's just, that's what, that's the the, the most normal way of doing it for me would be. But sometimes- You're saying there's like, there's like, there's like different musical signatures depending on what you're making. That's, that's what yeah. I'm thinking nuts, in the back man. of my head. <laughs> Like, oh, this is a three-four kind of piece, you know. I'm just yeah. gonna get into this bit of swing. Well, this is the thing: is like some, sometimes it will be like it will just be like, right? I know that I need to just wail on this, and I'm not overly fussed about because I'm just spreading the metal rather than um, like finishing it or anything like that. It's like making a cleaver, for example. That's just a big bit of spring still, and I need to wail on it. So that is literally just I'm going at it hammer and tongs. Um, until like I'm off striking purely as to get a rest. So that that's gonna be like six on, one off sort of thing. Um and <laughs> five and, eight and Yeah, exactly. So so like and you do and you'll you'll find that naturally you'll get that rhythm. And if uh, if you ever watch um blacksmiths working together, like and it's fantastic to watch when you've got a, a beginners group in. So you'll get everyone in and you'll get everyone you'll like say to everyone, right, this is how you strike and all this. And uh and you'll notice by about half do, an do hour. Do your cycle uh, synchronize. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> easy, ow, easy. <laughs> but like you'll you'll genuinely get someone like e- even after they've only been forging for an hour, they'll come out. And if someone else is striking next to them, people that are, that are really into it, that without even noticing, all of a sudden they're both striking at the same time and it's so beautiful to hear like someone working someone else come in and start striking at a slightly different rhythm and then hearing them line up and join up and it's dun 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 well, and it, we we have a na- we have a natural tendency to yeah define order it's just like a humanistic thing right um and i i love playing with music theory when it comes to things like editing because i've been doing it so long that honestly you learn the first three or four tricks to editing the music and then yeah like that old quote it's like you learn the rules so you can break them so now yeah. it's when do you specifically choose to do an offbeat or if you're if you're editing all on downbeats or if not even editing screw the whole video thing but if you're developing your own swing rhythm based on what you're working on even if you are just laying into a piece to spread the yeah. metal an outsider can view that and i i almost could guarantee that if i had a, a camera lined up just filming you and just went steve do whatever you're naturally going to do yeah i bet somewhere in there there's going to be a pattern that's just like that's steve's timing signature mm-hmm. when he's working on stuff like al says yeah which is beautiful and i guarantee it's the same for somebody planing a piece of wood yep. or sanding yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, so many tools in the shop. There is a reason you could, you know, people have done it before, where you make a music video out of tool sounds, or you yeah. know, and it's because the unique sound that they produce is one thing, but also people just have a tendency to have a very natural rhythm with stuff. Yeah. I've watched Jimmy Plain Wood, and he does four scoops and then usually checks. So it's it's in this little five rhythm, you know, one, yeah. two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> it's I don't know man that is such an interesting thing but yeah. it's it's hilarious to watch and it's even crazier I've never learned that before that uh, blacksmiths from different countries had their own striking rhythm and you yeah. can tell a blacksmith by his striking rhythm that's yeah. insane because it's one of those things like back in the day because this is something that I only found out from 
Alex. Um, but like back in the day, you would be when when you had the whole um, apprentice journeyman master and, and and all that like in place um, properly, which just doesn't exist anymore. Um, but you, when you first went in, you you'd be taught that that rhythm. So you, you'd have that rhythm, even if you naturally had a slightly different rhythm, you you'd be taught to use the same as as everyone else um in that that workshop in in that region sort of thing um and uh yeah it 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 was absolutely incredible and that's why you used to get the journeyman going around um and if you got them traveling from country to country which they they often would uh back then um they would uh that that'd obviously be um contention when they went in and they were using a different rhythm because if you if you imagine if you've got four anvils set up and you've got four guys all working on them um and three of them are all perfectly in sync <laughs> and then you've got someone else coming in that's striking a different rhythm it 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 really jars and it really puts you out i mean and then you it. kick him out of the band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need yeah. we need to have a word. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was uh, there was a time when we were doing uh, production work at the forge, and Alex was working on he was making knives, um, and me and Joe were doing uh, I don't know pokers or tapers or something. I can't remember exactly what we were doing, but um, but it was brilliant because because of the way we were working, there was always someone at the forge, uh, someone at the anvil, sorry, with a hot piece of metal striking. Um, so for a solid like twenty minute period, there was just this constant going on in the background, and like you'd get someone grab a piece of metal, go out. The first couple of strikes might be slightly out of time, but then they'd get that rhythm as well. <laughs> and then the original person would stop and go and put theirs back in the fire. At which point the third guy would come out with their hot piece of metal and they'd come in and they'd start getting that rhythm and it was great because that rhythm just all i've got all i've got constantly. in my head is 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 like hi ho <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that's the thing is it was it was it, it was a beautiful thing to see and well, the, um it was and be part of look i mean al you're not even really that far off to make <laughs> to make the goofy reference yeah. and joke like that but think about it it's why people on ships used yeah. to sing songs to yeah. stay in rhythm you know and yeah. heave ho heave ho was a rhythm or was yeah. a rhythm and it sucks to say it, but you know chain gangs and things yeah. like that yeah. and and there were even military you know when you're jogging you're basically trying yeah. to keep time and yeah um clearly music is is a lot more important or a lot more immersive than than maybe we all look at from a media producer's standpoint or a content producer's standpoint but it's so silly to know that the the diversity between somebody like me, who's probably spending way too much time analyzing music pacing and, and yeah. levels, and I'll EQ a piece because I don't like the high end so much, whereas Steve doesn't have to do that, and we yeah. all have legitimately agreed that please don't ever do that because <laughs> hearing the atmosphere of the shop is so musical and atmospheric. Yeah, I don't need a bass drum rhythm every you know, four seconds. I don't need an overproduced anything because the the sound of your shop and the sound of your work is rhythmic. It has yeah. a pacing to it. Um, I hate the sound of welding, to be honest. I yeah. hate hearing welding in uh, videos, especially when there's like music going on because something about the weird, crazy yeah. electric nature of welding will never go with a piece of music as far as mm -hmm. I'm concerned. Yeah. So there's those instruments that you don't like too yeah. you know or tools that you don't like and you're like something about it i don't even like the sound of the way that hand planer sounds so i'm yeah. just never going to use it <laughs> yeah i love i love how connected the sound can can it just absolutely connects things it's yeah. the glue yeah, yeah exactly i mean i think that's again that's why i don't like the idea of of editing my stuff to music because i would either have to spend hours and hours and hours perfectly matching the music to the to the video and to the work that was happening at the time or create a piece of music to go with it which I simply do not have the skills to do um, or completely cut out all of the sound of the shop and the, the tools and everything like that which for for me and the work that I tend to do is such an integral part of, of the experience of what I'm putting out there like that's that's why I want to put it out there that's why I don't talk over it or anything like that I just want it to I want the, the basically I want the tools to do the talking sort of thing Um but it's funny we're talking about this, and I'm now so upset that I didn't um, 
like we didn't organize this sooner because this would have been a perfect um episode to get jazz in on because mm-hmm. she's she's done so much um tell her to come like, over <laughs> this is the thing is she's done so much with this like her can we like can we like dub in her part of the conversation <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah like her, honestly her um her last piece was um her doing like her uh final piece for university um she she recorded uh sounds of the um of the ocean um like and actually like went around and and had like underwater mics and then stories from people in the town um and and sounds of like the ships that go, uh, going on and everything like this oh, awesome and uh and she played it but what she did is she set it together and basically had it as a piece of music um that you would listen to whilst like um i can't remember how she actually did it but i think there was like there was one section of it where you actually you were supposed to be scuba diving through the harbour and yeah. listening to it whilst you were swimming through the harbour um, because it had all the these sound effects and stories and things going on. And that's the kind of thing that I like, what, that I want to do more of with, with my stuff, like get that so it's an immersive thing rather than it yeah, being yeah. necessarily a, what we would think of as a traditional piece of music. Um, so rather than having like... Uh, rancid playing in the background, like actually just have it as as uh, the the back the rhythm coming from from what I'm doing, and then adding in other elements to that and layering it all up. Um, but yeah, so basically, what I'm saying is I'm an idiot, and I should have thought, and we should have got Jazz in on this because she'd <laughs> love it, and she'd tell me how wrong I am all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you three talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I know that she's going to be listening to this episode, and before she gets to this bit, I'm going to get a message saying, "Why the fuck didn't you get me on?" <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, because I, because we've talked about it, and and with uh, with the axe um, series that I'm doing, um, the first one is obviously the one that I've put out, Joe making the drift. The second one is going to be uh, Alex actually forging an axe head, um, and the probably the third and final part will be. Um, me making uh, an axe handle um, but also I've talked to Jazz about possibly making a fourth one where she makes the leather sheath for it because she does all the sheaths for um, Alex's axes um, and doing that but we we talked about it and the, the, the only concern that I have is obviously with all of the actual forge work and even with the woodwork there's there's a lot of a- atmospheric sounds and it'll be interesting to see how we can get that with the leather work as well mm. um but uh but yeah, well, do you get in like do you get any you know like i don't really know how to describe it but like a macro lens but uh, uh yeah. microphone so like you get really yeah. in close you can really hear like the creaking of the leather and the yeah. lovely sort of soft noises and stuff well that's the thing is i think because because the camera i use at the moment is great for picking up the sounds like the ambient sounds in the shop but would be right. useless for that but yeah i definitely think like a, a separate mic setup like I say, pointing straight at that um, nice. at the workpiece, so you can hear like as she's cutting through the leather, it going oh and like the sounds yeah. of stitching and that. Oh. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that would work really well. But, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, please, yes, please, and thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully that will come out at some point as well. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, you guys talk. I've talked for ages now. Got really, <laughs> I got yeah, really why didn't you put it. why didn't you put jazz on here? Is all I'm into. <laughs> I'll get her on soon. So Al, Al, when you're when you're working yeah. and doing something like a voiceover, and I know this is a production oriented question, but how do you tend to deal with things? You're you're a pretty musically inclined guy, um, whether you want to admit it or not. But how do you deal with something like your little trailer video was all produced music, amazing, awesome, hardcore reference to to you know your future build. But yeah. then something like the Hack Shack, which is a lot of you talking over it, the pacing yeah. was great. It was a longer format video. How do you deal with making a choice between do I use music, do I not? Because I don't think you, I also don't think you have to use it all the time. I think yeah, you can totally make a agree. choice. And... I totally agree. I think, I mean, <clears throat> I've had a lot of comments kind of um, people saying, oh, you should just, you should just speed your videos up and just put some music in the background. Oh, fuck off. And, and, 
Like, that's fair enough. You know, there, there are there are videos out there that do that, and they're yeah. good. And and but that's not what I'm doing. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not exactly. showing a how to make a shed video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting around a campfire telling you a story. So like, if I was to speed that up and put a fucking music on the top of it, you know, the story would be lost yeah. completely. Yeah. Um. So I, I, what I'm learning now as well is that there are. Uh, originally, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to use music at all. Yeah. Um. I didn't want to go down any of the f- copyright stuff. Um. I didn't really understand what I was allowed to use, what I wasn't. You know. Yeah. Um. Also, just like taste-wise, like what would piss people off. I see so many, you know, conversations about the music was amazing. The music was fucking awful. I had to turn it off. I hated it so much. Yeah. It made my fucking face fall off, and I had to stop <laughs> watching your video. And it's like, well, you know, a just mute it, or b yeah. it's just a tune. Um, but I'm finding more and more that there maybe is a role in it because as this conversation's gone on, it's obviously really, really important to us. Yeah. Um, music has played a massive role in my life. Every sort of important pivotal point. Uh, we talked about. Um, turning points a a couple of weeks ago in terms of of what we actually did but music has always been there Um, so I'm finding if I can get it in there exactly like you said Brett not always but where it's needed um, I'm really excited actually about it now Um, whether it's stuff I can learn to to do myself you know if I can learn how to record music it will really help me because at the minute I'm really struggling Um, or if there's music out there that I can use or you know even other makers you know stuff like Eloy makes his yeah. own music and he lets people use it in their videos uh, which yeah. is fantastic because he's that kind of guy um, but you know could it become a collaborative thing and, and actually bring in other people on board to help tell the story yeah no that's um, that's a really good way of, uh, of, of dealing with it because like you say it's I would never say that your um, the, the videos you've put out like I've, I don't think I've ever gone Oh, this would be so much better if there was music in the background because yeah, you'd be surprised, Steve. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but like that's that's something that, because you've got like you say you're you're doing a voiceover, you're you're talking about it, and and there is a, a good story to it. Um, yeah. I, th- and, I think I think I think I think it worked for the trailer because it was a minute long, yeah, and it was fast paced, yeah, and I was deliberately trying to kind of um, mislead you. Yeah, you know, you weren't supposed to be watching what was going on. You were just supposed to be kind of getting excited. Yeah, exactly. it wasn't, you know, which is what the whole point of a trailer is. You know, it was a teaser. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't about anyone paying attention to what I was doing. So music was perfect for that because it was kind of like stimulating you all at once. Yeah. Whereas opposed to like your videos where you're watching the forge, and you're so fucking enthralled, you're so deep watching it because everything is beautiful and everything's like sort of minuscule and and, yeah. and, and macro and, and it works. If you were to just put fucking blazing metal over top of that you'd be like well oh and it's over <laughs> yeah know? yeah exactly i mean because there's a there's a band um uh that's that's got a song out and it's kind of like a uh, sorry an album out and it the the song the tracks are actually called chapter one chapter two chapter three and it's oh, nice it's this story that that follows through it's really really good and i would absolutely love to do a uh like basically to do a video accompaniment to the entire album based on like um, and and tell a story the whole way through by like making something and and using it or or whatever so that 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 story arc is followed with the art of making something and it being used nice. and and so on and so forth. Um, well, exactly like you were t- talking about um, Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Brett. To your point, Brett is like every, every single part of that film and every word and movement and yeah, it is dance so... move and stuff. It was like. It was the I exact opposite of that bit in Spider-Man 3 where he's dancing down the fucking street. <laughs> yeah. Which ruined that whole franchise for me. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. And honestly, just for for funsies, if anybody that's listening out of the dozen folks wants to go and watch that, it you won't even notice it. Especially not the first time. You won't you you will you will appreciate it and you will realize that the music has an effect on the pacing of the edit or the shooting. But go on youtube and watch an analysis of it because there's a yeah. handful of videos out of people ana- analyzing how his use of music and the editing and pacing of the film and how he he foreshadows if you have enough wherewithal to pay attention to the lyrics mm-hmm. and and some of the imagery and the fact that he goes into the coffee shop at the beginning and on the wall in the back is a black heart and then he sees the girl walk by and then you don't even notice it, but the black heart turns red because he like instantly falls in love with that girl, and it's a piece <laughs> oh, of graffiti no on the wall. You'll yeah. never, you'll never know what's going on. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. But 
Oh my god, that's the kind of effect that you know. Honestly, if I think I had enough time to really plan out a good build, I'd love yeah. to do that in the future, yeah. where it's just nothing but a lot of hidden nuance and, and yeah. beautiful stuff because we're not allowed to use copywritten music, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but there are, there are songs that have been so impactful for me where it's like, God, I would love to do a build to song X. Yeah. And then the whole time make just imagery float around. of like, these are the things that this makes me feel this line of dialogue makes me feel like this or this color yeah. scheme or something. And so music being so influential to our, to our imagery, to our pacing, to whatever we're doing in our daily lives, uh, I want to inject that into my my work as much as I possibly can. That's why the whole piracy thing just turns out to be like, all right, I guess we're listening to Dropkick Murphys, you know, yeah. any kind of, I don't know, Legend of the Seagullmen's been the yes. new one just because it's, <laughs> oh, it's metal and nautical themed stuff. Oh, but... Don't drive to that album, by the way. Oh, please wow. don't. It is... I, think, I think there's about five speeding tickets coming my way. Yeah, that, <laughs> that will get you ramped up into just... And it's not even angry. No. Like if you listen to Mastodon alone, it can get a little angry. But Siegelman is, it's like adventure, nautical sea pirate adventure. It just <laughs> happens to be pretty hardcore. So. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Cool. Steve, he's gone muted. Sorry, it's because I was typing and I didn't realize when I started speaking <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, no, because... Uh, Basically, I was going to say the same thing with the idea of doing like a. It would have to be a long form video to this album. Um, I would be. I. It's a sort of project that would just completely take all of my time because I'd want to to put those little touches in that you didn't notice the first time around. Like it would be one of those things that I would want people to go back and view again and again and again just to pick up all those little bits. Um, but dude, it's a, it's an original idea that you know setting up like a series of YouTube videos of you building. Yeah to like an album that's that's yeah. cool yeah it, I, and I would absolutely kill to do it it's just I genuinely don't think I'm going to be able to have the time to do it anytime soon because if I was doing this full time then yeah I'd be able to put in like two months of just solid doing that and and get it out but trying to do it in a free afternoon every so often it's just not going to happen just but, do it to uh, like a no effects album or something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but th- this this album in particular it's because because the, the album itself has has a narrative and has a story arc yeah. it's yeah i think being able to tie something into all of that would be awesome but uh i mean i mean i was i was a big old school green day fan yeah um and whether you love or hate american idiot there was such a, a there was a good narrative to that album yeah even if some of the tunes were a bit poppy there was like a, a it, it told us it told like a 90 minute story which is what I, I don't you know i don't think a lot of commercial albums do that anymore yeah no, but we'll not go down that road because that's another <laughs> three-hour conversation that we yeah, have. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, actually before we start doing uh, too much else should we um should we go on to uh So, who wants to uh, who wants to go first? Oh, let's do uh, let's do bass. So it's like in order. It's like Brett, Al, Steve, bass. How low can you go? How low (laughs) can you go? All right, perfect. I'm down with it. So my spiffy uh, this week is a very musically talented chap. Um, he has a YouTube channel, but he makes amazing music on one of those uh, digital program pads. So it, it looks like a you know a matrix. Oh yeah, 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 I know, yeah, dots yeah. or whatever, and he pre-programs them with nice. all the sounds. But he live produces the music, nice. so everything's pre-programmed. But you know, it takes all these key commands to like change over to the new sub track or the new backing track or whatever. And his name's Sean wasabi or at least that's his his youtube persona or album persona because i think he has a lot more music than than is available on his youtube channel but to be honest when we're talking about things like texture or or um you know moods that music can put you in i will turn sean wasabi's music on loop on (laughs) youtube and just play it while i'm editing or play it while i'm working on something because it is very positive 
and it has a really cool hip hoppy vibe, but also mixed with video gamey eight bit sound texture stuff going on. I don't know. There's so much craziness going on, yeah. and he does it all live, and so even the videos are in one shot. You know, yeah. like it's just one continuous shot, and he plays the entire song on the thing, and then he oh, always <laughs> when he gets it right, you can tell that. It maybe wasn't the first shot. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but they're beautiful. The Brilliant. music is amazing. And again, like I said with Sophie or Ellen, somebody on one of the episodes where I was just like, oh yeah, it was Ellen. I was like, I don't know what you're doing on a sewing machine and now I'm enthralled by watching it. Sean yeah. is the same way because I can't even think of how much dexterity and coordination it would take to do something like that and yeah. memory to also remember what every single button does. So yeah. He is spiffing, and I will make sure and get a sticker his way because, oh, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Cool. Uh, Al, you're up. Nice. Um, yeah, just on that note, um, I did get something else this week. Um, one of the one of my friends at work, Rachel, who um, I don't know if any of you saw the Christmas shop that we did. Yes. She was the one that drew the little otter um, illustration, so she's, she's the one that did the book cover, Steve, that we sent yeah, you down. Yeah, I love that thing. Um, she's given me her, like I think it's a grandmother's sewing machine. So I've got this old vintage sewing machine. So I'm going to get into some um, some awesome fabrical action, and I'll be uh, I'll be bugging Ellen a lot to to, to get down those skills. Awesome. I'm super stoked about that. You can you can cut up your t-shirt. Oh yes. Uh, there's no way anyone. I love that, that video so much. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, right. So uh, tenuous musical link. Um, I've been absolutely smashing like uh, Irish folk music uh, in the Hack Shack for the past sort of two months, um, mainly fueled by my, my trip to, to Germany to see Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly, uh, but just general all-around sort of pirate nautical themes that Brett's infested my brain with. Woo! Um, so my spiffy uh, is the fantastically Irish uh, Keith Saunders. Nice. Um, from yes. Asgard Wood Turning. So Keith is um, he's a really, really nice bloke. He's a really funny bloke. He's got some great videos out there. Yeah. Uh, he's a fantastic wood turner. He's got some some mad skills. Um, he's making some beautiful crafts. He made me a fantastic uh, what, um, bottle opener. Uh, it was one of the first things that anyone sent me to the Hack Shack, and it kind of it melted my icy heart. Um, <laughs> but also, basically, I think the reason that um, I think he's spiffing this week is, is kind of a, a joint thing with, with Soph. Um, Soph's just started her new uh, show on her channel called So Far So Good yep. um, and one of the segments on that show is about mini makers oh yeah that was so um, cute and and Keith's two kids he got them on yeah. uh, I think it's Phelan and Poppy uh, sorry if that's terrible Irish uh, pronunciation <laughs> um, and he just he, he, he's always been encouraging the kids and he's involved them in some of their videos and they're starting to get their own rhythm and I think he just he just showed them making things you can tell it's not a pushy dad scenario Yeah. Um, you can tell he's just really passionate about making and it, it's rubbing off on his kids which is fantastic and it's just it, it, yeah, it, it, it brings a smile to my face whenever I see anything like that so yeah. I think Keith, Keith Saunders Asgard Wood Turning awesome name for a channel um, and he's just an awesome guy, so yeah, yeah he's spiffing. No, I uh, I must admit, I've, I've got a little um, key ring from Keith as well. Nice. And key, that, key when that turned ring. up, it was completely unexpected and yeah. brilliant. And yeah, he's he's actually also involved with the Awesome Makers guys, so that loops back into the LED challenge. And yeah, he's... Segway! Uh, he's, he's absolutely brilliant. But to give it uh, a really, really good segue into mine, not only... If we've got Asgard wood turning, so obviously all the North mythology and stuff like that, plus the fact that I was talking about um, uh, the Swedish uh, blacksmith rhythm, rhythm um, I'm going to go with uh, with Frederick Thelen, who is uh, he's one of the guys that teaches at Gransforsbrook. Um, he's he teaches axe making, and he is. As far as I'm aware, he is one of the best, if not the best, axe maker in the world at the moment. Um, wow, he's like it's a bold statement, Steve. Uh, if you've ever seen, like, I, I saw him forge an axe um, within probably took him an hour and a half um, and got it down to the point where literally all it needed was the heat treat and the final grind to put a sharp edge on it, and that was it. There was no profiling needed or anything like that. Because he just did it all as forged, like with the hammer, and it was absolutely incredible to watch. Um, nice. Really, really good. And whilst we're talking about the music theme, um, it links back into that as well because uh, he um, he came over and did some 
uh, like taught some classes at our forge um, and uh, and to get the attention of the students uh, blacksmith will quite often just tap on the anvil um, mm. so because he was tapping on the anvil and he'll he'll quite happily sit there and just ding 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 for five minutes if nobody else turns up um, but because two of the students were still in the other side of the workshop and like weren't coming out so he was just there and then he picked up a like was tapping a rhythm with his hammer picked up a set of tongs and was literally just like on different parts of the anvil you can get different notes and different tones <laughs> so he was doing this like weird percussion song with a pair of hammers and like a set of hammers and tongs on all over the anvil and it was brilliant one of the best things i've ever seen <laughs> but uh but yeah so i'll put links to him uh there i think he's only on instagram um and he posts sporadically at best um but yeah you can go on and you can see the work he produces is second to none it's absolutely stunning so uh so yeah frederick's my uh, my spiffy nice. this week cool uh right do we have anything else before we um wrap this thing up music is great music is great yes cool right in that case uh we'll do the where everyone can find everyone so brett where can everyone find you internet has slash uh, owls hack shack forward <laughs> brett mcafee on youtube and then uh instagram is skull and spade 13 perfect cool nailed it how <laughs> <laughs> can everyone find you uh, you can find me at um, on also on the YouTube's at um, Al's Hackshack, and you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Al Shackshack. Al Shackshack. Oh, Special musical one. Yeah, this has become such a thing. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and if you want me, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Moonshine Metalworks. Um, and if you want to get hold of us in as a whole. We are on uh, Facebook as Fools with Tools. Correct. Yes. Um, and yeah, we've got a Facebook group there. You can join up and chat and get involved in everything. Um, there is also the website where all the shows will be, which is fwtpodcast.com. And we are also on Instagram at fwtpodcast. Um, but yeah, and if you want to just email us and send us some abuse then you can do hello at fwtpodcast.com cool right yeah i just, I just want to actually can I just say like a massive thank you to everybody that's been contributing to the to the fools of twos group yeah it's, it's been a really the, more, the more people that have been putting really their projects awesome. up and stuff it's awesome so you guys rock yeah yeah, yeah. and well keep done, the everyone. keep the communication up it's so nice to have a space where it's a lot of open chats and you know yeah. constructive criticism and questions and, and stuff yeah, yeah it's awesome it's yeah. fantastic yeah it's a good space to so be thanks guys cool right well we'll see everyone next week so bye guys <laughs>